and we are live! Hello all guys and gals and non-binary pals of internet land, and welcome to another D&D Vibe Tri Productions. I am your Game Master, Mikey, aka Pop Culture Geek, all over the social medias, specifically the Twitters, TikToks, and Instagrams. And I am here to run probably my most chaotic crew through character creations of Deadlands Noir. Before we get into character creation, I would like to sh my players to introduce themselves. So we are going to start with the first person on my screen. So Tanner, you are first. Hi, everybody. I am Grisquatch, uh, also known as Tanner. And if you haven't seen me on TikTok, um, another place you may have seen me from is over at Brenda the DM's uh, Twitch stuff with the cantrip cast we do secrets of altarian every friday starting at 9 30 eastern time and uh actually this tom christmas eve we will be doing episode six and if you haven't caught up or have you haven't been watching uh you can also catch us on the cantrip cast youtube and we have the previous episodes of secret of altarian over there so that's where you can go check us out Thank you, Tanner. Next person up on the chopping block, Jace. Hi, I'm JC. I'm JC Vanguard on TikTok. Um, I'm currently in another game with, if you don't know, with our Mikey. We're and in machine gun uh, and another player in here. We're uh, gonna have some fun tonight. Yes, yes, we are. All right. Next on the docket, we have Kilt. That was a very bad choice. Hello, everyone. I'm Kiltman42. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Short but sweet. Love it. And finally, certainly last but not least, we have Josh. Hey, everyone. I'm Josh, also known as Machine Gun Preacher on TikTok. Uh, like Mikey said, this is probably definitely going to be the most chaotic crew that he's... He's DM'd, so let's see how this is going to go. <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> Alrighty. As I mentioned at the beginning of this whole spiel, I am going to, keyword being here, attempt to get these four through character creation for Deadlands Noir. So if you are unfamiliar, Deadlands Noir is a subset of the Savage World system and is also part of their ever-expansive Deadlands setting. So they have multiple settings ranging from futuristic sci-fi to the old weird Wild West. But in this particular podcast, we're going to hit the nitty-gritty streets of an alternate 1935 Chicago as these four are going to play characters of that time period. So if you love black and white, crime thrillers, mysteries, a little bit of the supernatural horror, then you have stopped at the right place. <laughs> so, as I mentioned, we are going to begin with character creation. So, are you guys ready? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely not, but let's go. Well, too bad. You're here now. <laughs> Alrighty. So as my players get their stuff up and running in terms of the books, the first thing that we're going to take care of for character creation is your character concept. 
So because the setting does take place in an alternate 1935 Chicago, your character concept is basically their quote-unquote job, whether that be something of legal purposes or even more illegal activities. But <laughs> you guys had had some time to think about said concept, so that's where we're going to start first. So in this alternate 1935 Chicago, I would like to hear from you guys, what kind of character concept did you come up with? <laughs> Alright, well I'll go first. So I was thinking of a pri um, at first I was thinking of a private investigator, but now I'm thinking like full on since we're going with like the 1930s Chicago like an actual detective. I think that'd be pretty sweet. Oh, so you want to be a police, de an actual police detective? Yes. It wants to be the popo. Man, yeah, but it's nineteen thirty. It's nineteen thirties popo. So it's kind of like, yeah, I'm a cop, but I'm not like Mister Straight Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that I, being a dirty I am the law, but I don't get paid that much. So <laughs> do what you want to do. I'm gonna go be over here. All right, so we got a police officer. Who wants to go next? Uh, I'm a street magician? I think I want to go street Oh, there's more to it, and I love what we came up with. <laughs> That's the majority of it. I was a street magician. Yes, you are a street magician. <laughs> now, when you say street magician, this is the question I forgot to ask. Are you a decent street magician, or are you a dirty hobo street magician? Because those are two different things. <laughs> He's the 1935. Uh, I would say a solid, fair mix. Where? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at Okay. So you're more of the amateur street magician. Okay, that I can work with. No, I'm not doing street magician years. I just suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I just suck. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that takes care of that. So now there are two remaining. So Kilty and Josh, what were you thinking? I was thinking of going as a as a PI, a private investigator. So who knows, Tanner? You and me might have uh, crossed paths once or twice. That could be very possible. I actually really dig that idea. Josh is going to be our private dick of the game, so that's going to be fun. <laughs> but I will say this. He's not like, I guess you would say the stereotypical is, eh, whatever, I'll get to it when I want to get This PI is somebody you do not want to uh, take off, because I'll, I'll mention later, but I'll go ahead and say it here now, though. My PI... Uh, was a former Marine, I'll say that. Oof, 1930s so Marines, man. <laughs> yeah, so he's a pretty stout boy. Oh, uh, that's cute. Wait till the monsters come after you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> He'd be the first to go, I'm going that way. <laughs> All right, that just leaves one. So, guilty boy. What kind of character concept has your little brain come up with? So many. So many. He's the alcoholic bartender. <laughs> I mean... Why you gotta ruin it for me? God! 
<laughs> I'm just surprised I'm feeling this good tonight. <laughs> like, literally, actually, though, okay, so the running joke originally was when Tanner said he wanted to be a PI, I was, I said, I'm going to be his bartender. Mm -hmm. oh my I was thinking God. of going with yeah. a bootlegger. And, um... <laughs> Uh, I'd like to introduce to you the noir version of Gary the Goblin. Ah, uh, oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, yeah. listen. Oh, I'm boy. I'm going to be like this for the rest of the season. Oh, jeez. All right, listeners. thought I got away from This is going to be fun. So, to give a little context, <laughs> listeners, if you don't know why me and Jace are... Well, Jace is a little more annoyed. I'm just like, oh boy, but it should be fun. That particular, <laughs> yeah, that particular voice belonged to a certain D and D goblin from a previous campaign that was short lived, but that I ran. So apparently, his voice is back into the ether. He is the Harvey Firestein of this podcast. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Pleasure to meet you. I'm Gary the Gobbler. Fun fact, if you don't know who Harvey Firestein is, if you watch the original Hairspray, he played the mom in that role, so there you go. <laughs> it was damn fine at it, too. I will give you that. <laughs> Alright, All so, right. police officer, a street magician who sucks at it, <laughs> a private eye, and uh, the semi-alcoholic bartender. <laughs> There's no semi about it. Okay, he's an alcoholic bartender. Well, unless you let me drive a semi, then there will be a semi. <laughs> Remind me not to give you a semi. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. So that... Oop, give me a sec, guys. Someone's calling me. Of course. While, we... While he gets the phone call, I'm actually going to go take my dog out. Come on, big dick right here. I can't believe how well that worked out, though. <laughs> I ain't joking around. He's gonna be our bartender, and then the holy crap. Um. So, does anyone know what time period this is again? Nineteen thirties. Thirty-five. Okay. So what is nineteen thirty-five specifically? What is Ghost Rock? Is that what I think it is? It says Ghost Rock per pound, a hundred dollars. Okay, but what I understand of what, what I did read, um, the the whole lore is I believe during I think it was nineteen or eighteen sixty three, sixty four, something like that. Sometime during the Civil War, out in California, they found uh, an ore vein of this mysterious. Uh, uh, material that they just called ghost rock and it was in a way i guess it like uranium more or less it, it put off an ungodly amount of energy so they started making weapons with it they started i think uh, they started making different machines and at that point they're just like you know what we can see where this is both gonna go so we're just gonna kind of stop this war right here so Civil War technically ended, but it didn't end. Huh. 
Apologies. I mean, that's just what I read, so... Are you I, talking I about the alternate, the alternate history to this? No, Ghost Rocks. Ah. So it's so like a, it's, uh, like it's a, be, it's more fuel efficient coal is what it is what I just googled. It's a better, it's a better coal that gives off a white substance. But it does state California, it does state everything you just. Okay. <laughs> so ha, at least I know something about the game. Something. I took a look at all the cities that we possibly could do it. I was like, I lo I just like a good old Chicago mystery. <laughs> I mean, Chicago. I mean, why not? And I think of all five cities, I think Chicago was, in my head, was the best in terms of starting, especially if you've never played this before. Well, what are the other different cities? I know, uh, since you said Chicago, I know there's Chicago, and I believe there's also New Orleans, right? New Orleans? Yeah, so the five cities that are available are Chicago, then there is New Orleans, there is also Los Angeles, there is this version of San Francisco called Shanfron, and so that one is also a lot of fun. There is one that is heavily inspired by uh, Colorado, and then there's also Nevada. Okay, I like the choice of Chicago, though. I think for a first time through using this particular system, Chicago has a good balance of introducing you guys to the dice system, also, but also giving you guys a challenge. <laughs> I apologize for the phone call, but <laughs> I'm like, I'm on vacation. I'm like, stop bothering me. No, you're good. It's around as close to the holidays. We get it. <laughs> People last minute want to come hang out. I was just like, I don't think I have anything planned tomorrow, but sure. <laughs> Why well, I hate being on camera? I look like I weigh 500 pounds. <clears throat> no, no, no. See, the secret is angles and how close you are to the camera. Don't worry, Josh. This is in audio format, so you have a face for radio. I've gained some weight since I moved to Alabama, so like if I stand Ooh. up... I don't want to hear you talking about weight. <laughs> I'm the heaviest one here, and I look... I've actually surprisingly been losing weight. I don't know how, but I have. <laughs> You're not heavy, JC. You are squishy. There is a difference. <laughs> I get that, but I don't look that big in person. As, well, he's also a good bit taller. It's all my legs, though. I mean, Tanner saw my legs. It's all my legs. You can't... He's got some dance-ass calves. <laughs> I got nice calves. I've got... Thick thighs. <laughs> Thick thighs save lives. No, dude, I destroy lives. It's different. <gasps> We're going to make sure to edit that part out. <laughs> All right. Back to the action. So, 
now that everyone has their character concepts, now we begin the actual number crunchy bit of it. All right. Way ahead of you. Sweet. All right. The only thing that is allowed for Deadlands Noir, given the place that it is, is, is that you are all human to some mostly the extent. So now we move on to your traits. So in the Deadlands system, just like any good tabletop RPG, your character is assigned five core attributes. And these five attributes are agility, smarts, spirit, strength, and vigor. So the way that this part of character creation is going to work is that of a said five stats, all of them start at a D4. You each have five points to distribute among these attributes. What are these points used for? Well, in order to raise a attribute to the next level die, so for example, to raise it to a D4 to a D6, you need to spend a point to raise it. You have a total of five, which means that you could possibly use four points to raise it all the way up to a D12, but no attribute can go higher than a D12. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I so Oh no, see, I'm thinking about doing my Fallout my Fallout build. Oh zero, zero intelligence, all strength. Like straight strength and luck. That was what I always did. Um But in this case, I guess luck would be more like either spirit or agility. Uh it'd be more spirit, I would think. As I would luck. think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, so to be fair, so what I did for my character is I, so I'm straight magician. Um, I don't need strength. I don't need vigor. But I need spirit for reasons. I need smarts, obviously, and a, and a little bit of agility. So I have a D6 in agility, a D6 in spirit, and a D8 in Sorry, you cut off. D8 in what? I have a... D6 in agility, D8 in smarts, and D6 in spirit, and then I just have a D4 for the other two. Wait, isn't that missing one? No, total of five. Oh, that's right. Okay. I'm so sorry. Hang on one second. Let me mute myself. The best advice I can give is. If you want to spread out your five core attributes and kind of play off of your character concept, that is one way. But you can ultimately put those points in however one you would like. Yeah. Everyone's like, I wasn't told I was going to have to do math. <laughs> I'm not doing math. I'm just trying to figure out what the f I want to do. Mm hmm. Like, for instance, you know, one thought is I do a D6 in agility, D8 in smarts, D4 in spirit and strength, and a D6 in vigor. Because I think, my, in my head, a person who creates alcohol needs a good constitution so that way they can sample their work and ensure 
that they are not only level-headed while they are drinking, but they are cognizant of what they're doing so that the way they can make better decisions and notate, notation while making their drinks. I love so, it. <laughs> that, that, that's smart. Thank you. I mean, I, I typed in Vigor. The first thing that pops up, Liquid Courage, Requirements, Novice, Vigor, D8+. plus. I got you guys donuts. So. I can't really do anything. I can't really look up anything because the only thing I've got to look anything up on is my phone and I can't because me. <laughs> it's okay. Take your time, my dude. Okay. So. Hey, you know I can help right now, right? <laughs> Maybe. I need all the help. <laughs> if it works. <laughs> As dream paused. I don't know why. Bye. Oh, it's because uh, of my network. Alright, let me see your oh, and we lost him. I <laughs> Alright, um, okay, okay, got a question. For, um, my character, like I said, he's a PI, and he, was, and he used to be a Marine, so as a PI, he would pretty much need smarts. What, Nick? It's still a thing. It would no. make sense for them to have smarts? Mm-hmm. Because what I was thinking is where he's a PI, he would need smarts, and where he was a Marine, he would have decent strength. Either strength or vigor, because you have to remember, are you going to be a strong Marine or an endurance Marine? Because when I went through basic, I was told you're going to be a smart airman or a strong airman. Which do you want to be? Well, if my character is going to be anything like me, he's not going to be... It... You want your, your 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 character to have good stamina or have bigger strength? Well, that that's pretty much what I was gonna say. If he's anything like me, he's not gonna have much on stamina. It would basically have just been strength. Yeah, that works. Cool. Because because that that was me. Is once <laughs> I got something done, that was it. I, I I couldn't just keep going and going and going. Unlike some people I know, good God, they couldn't stop. Okay. Then, if I can make a suggestion. Suggest the way. Okay. So you have a total of five points. So this is what I'm thinking. Again, you can tell me now because ultimately this is your character. But if we're going with a more strength-based PI, what I'm thinking is is that it is a D6 in agility, because you want to at least be somewhat quick on your feet. Yeah. A, D yeah. a D8 in smarts, a D4 in spirit, a D8 in strength, and a D4 in vigor. Again, you can adjust accordingly, but that's what I came up with. 
How did you get two D8s with the numbers you're allowed? You got five points, so from a D4 to a D6, that's one. D6 to D8 is another. Same thing with that's the other two. ones. That's you, a you, three. It's a total of three, then. Wait, wait, wait. One question. Wait, are they all... So, so I've cheated myself on one point. Hold on. That's what you're telling Everyone, hold on. So... The way that Jace is describing that, in the skills, it states when you go from D4 to D6, that's one point. But when you go from D6 to anything above, it's two points per die. Now, in the stats, it does not state that. So, my question is, to my storyteller, do you wish to specify between the two. Does the five make it one point per dice value for stats and one for the first die value for skills but two thereafter? Okay. So it's going to be as written. So for your core five attributes... It is one per level, so if you want to go from a D4 to D6, that's one. From D6 to D8, that's another one. So, we're going to do that for attributes, and then for skills, as written, then we're going to go into it. Because with your skill points, you have 15 of those to do it with. Thank you for the clarification. So, yes, Jace, you did short yourself one... No, you were, no. You were, I did oh, no, not short what? myself. I was cheated one point. No, 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 no. Let's no, get no, this no, straight. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, so certain it's someone said it's cheated. It's and I went by no. that it has been clarified because others had asked the question. You were not cheated. You were short one that you were unaware and unfortunately misinformed about. But now you have that one extra. You're welcome. I love how you just a, twist it to make it sound better for you. <laughs> no. It's a learning process. We're all learning. <laughs> no. But anyways, back to the initial thing, Josh. So those are just my suggestions. If you would like to change that up however you see fit, then by all means, go for it. Okay. And due to that little chaotic spurt there, what, what was it that you said? D6 for agility? Yes. So D6 for agility, D8 for smarts, a D4 for Spirit, a D8 for Strength, and a D4 for Vigor. Okay. You know, I'm gonna roll with that. Alrighty, I appreciate it. And again, if at any point you want to change it, just let me know. We'll fix it. <laughs> Alrighty, so that takes care of one. How does everyone else have their current spread up? I shall go for one else spread. I am going with a D6 in agility, a D8 in smarts, D4s in spirit and vigor, and D8 in... Well, sorry, spirit and strength, and a D8 in vigor. Nice, nice. Alright. Tanner, what have you got so far?
Um, I'm trying to decide between two right now. Oh, remind me again. What does what does uh, agility affect? That is an excellent question. So usually, agility it is what it says it is. So agility is how quick you are on your feet, how good your reflexes are to certain things, all that good stuff. <laughs> what about spirit? What did that do? Give me one sec. <laughs> Alrighty, so when it comes to spirit, spirit refers to your self-confidence, your backbone, and your willpower. Your spirit is used to kind of resist social and supernatural attacks, and spirit is also used to deflect fear. And Vigor, what does that do? Vigor represents an individual's endurance, their resistance to, like, disease, poisons, toxins. It also kind of relates to how much physical damage they can take before they can't go on. And usually Vigor is most often used mechanically to resist fatigue effects, as well as kind of the base stat to determine your character's toughness. Okay. So I think what I'm going to do... Is that one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. I'm going to keep my strength down at a d4, but do, wait, that'd be one, two, three, four, five, mm. that wouldn't work either. You're just like, uh... Yeah, I'm going to keep my strength down to a d4 and do a d6 and all other abilities. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> Alrighty, so that takes care of that. And then finally, Jace, what is your final spread look like? Uh, A to, a to B. I mean, I'm sorry, A to Z. Um, it's six, ten, six, four. Damn. <laughs> I love it. Alrighty, so that takes care of your attributes, so let's move on to the next bit. So now that you have your attributes done, now we're going to work on your skills. So in the Deadlands book, on, in the PDF, page eight, whatever is page 8 in the PDF for Deadlands Noir. 
The list of available skills for this game are listed in that chart. You have 15 points total to select any of the skills. So, unlike your attributes, in order to get a D4 in a certain skill, that's one point right there. And then, if you want to raise that die up to the next level, it's going to cost two per points per die type. So, for example, if you want to go from, if you want to get a D4, that's one point. If you want to go from that to a D6, that's an additional two points, so you've spent three. To go to a D8, you got to spend two more points, so you've spent a total of five, and so on and so on. You have 15 points to buy certain skills, and not everyone is going to have all the skills that are listed. You only get the ones that you allocate your points to. And just like your attributes, none of these skills can be raised above a D12. So just so just just so my um my slow ass got it right, let's let's just confirm. If D four to D six is one. So okay, so to get it from nothing. Cuatro de seis is uno. Seis to ocho is dos. Ocho to diez is tres. No 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 no. Let me say it in French. No. To cuatro. Es uno. Cuatro. Tu seis. Es dos. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, to, for my non-Spanish speakers, to get it from nothing to a D4, it costs you one point. To get it from a D4 to a D6, you need to spend two points to raise it up to a D6. So that means that you spent three points total. And you only have a maximum of 15 points to allocate to skills. I think going from a D6 to a D8 is still it's two points, or is, it's or is that still, three? It's still, do, it's still two points, which means now you have spent a total of five. Got it. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So, so oh, thank you. Thank you, Kel, for putting the <laughs> got you. <laughs> I went to Alabama pub I went to Alabama public school. I Can went you to tell? Actually, I went to for Fairfax County, Virginia until my freshman year of high school, then I was in Orange County, Florida. I shouldn't math so good. Also, I'm kinda of feeling the pie. So now I have to figure out how to get rid of something. And me and me and Mikey were confused. So I, th <laughs> I I think I have. Well, while Jace figures out what the hell he's doing, I think I figured out what I would like. Do now, tell. My good storyteller, please correct me if my thought process is wrong on anything. But I'm doing weird science at a D8. Uh huh. 
because it doesn't really give you a description of weird science unless uh, at least on where I'm at right now on what is page seven of the book, but page eight of the PDF. So my thought process is weird science would be something that has to do with anything like, you know, you scientific, blah, 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 which if you think of truly about it, brewing is chemistry. <laughs> Prove me the <laughs> fuck wrong. Okay, so I like it. Is. <laughs> I mean, it is. And I want to commend you on that. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, you're right. Weird science. Weird science actually mostly refers to the actual scientific aspects with the weird science, because this is an alternate America, especially in the 1930s. This is like, this is basically what happens when you throw an artificer into the modern age or modern as this game is gonna get. <laughs> yeah, they're your scientific weirdos, which means that if you have weird science that means all the mumbo jumbo scientific hoobly doobly stuff you have an understanding of what it is so me and my hoobly doobly i can't do it now sorry <laughs> don't worry about it you don't need it i wanted to do the voice and say hoobly doobly because that's a great phrase i know <laughs> anyway um so sexy ned flanders is not here <laughs> he's like i'm wearing nothing at all Stop! No! Okay. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Anyway, my Any thought process is weird science at a D8. Shooting at a D4 because I'm a... Because I am a bootlegger by definition or by current standard of just looking at the PDF, I'm going to have to shoot somebody. Because they might want to, you know, confiscate my alcohol. Um, even though that if in the 1930s this was past prohibition, if I remember correctly, um, healing at a D4 because a bartender technically does need to be a healer. That's a joke for another time. Driving as a D4 because, well, let's talk about semis again. And then knowledge of a D6 because knowledge goes well with weird science. Because I'm in a brewer, basically. I'm a bootlegger. I need to know how to make it, and so knowledge is important. But also streetwise, because I at a D6, because I need to know what the word on the street is so I can avoid any potential raids that aren't alerted to me already and move my operations around. I love how you had a whole dissertation for your reasoning behind the skills you picked. <laughs> I'm a thinker, my dude. I know. You think that I, know. I made one character that I made in a previous campaign just because someone said, hey, you're the this of this? Go to town? No. I <laughs> had a whole long backstory. I miss my platypus. We can unpack that off camera. <laughs> Alrighty. So, while the rest of the gang is looking this up, Josh, would you like me to go over the skills available in Deadlands Noir? Okay. So there's a couple, so I'm going to go nice and slow. So, in Deadlands Noir, 
because we are using the Savage World system, there is more skills than are listed, but the ones that make sense given the setting that we're playing in, these are the available skills that you can pick from. So boating, as in driving a boat, climbing, driving, fighting, gambling, healing, intimidation, investigation, knowledge, lock picking, notice, perform, persuasion, piloting, repair, writing, shooting, spellcasting, stealth, streetwise, survival, swimming, taunt, throwing, tracking, and specifically to Deadlands, Weird Science, and probably one of my personal favorites, Voodoo. You don't mess with the Voodoo. And also, I don't recommend anyone playing as the Voodoo character concept for their first character, because there's a lot more mechanically that re that's required of you. Yes, oh my god, yes, I look so hard. <laughs> oh, jeez. That was half of the two hours. <laughs> so that was an hour. <sighs> More like an hour and like 20 minutes before we gave up. <laughs> it hurt. So an hour of looking hard at the voodoo. Oh, so hard. Tanner, you have a question. Oh, no. I'm just... Doing math in my head. But, uh, okay, Mikey. Since I have been gone for a little longer than I intended, uh, do you mind giving me the rundown on uh, what all we do with our our skills here, like the the points that we put into them, whatever it's called? So okay. you have fifteen points total to spend on any of the skills that your background uh, is has listed. And to go from nothing to a D4 is one point, and then from a D4 to a D6 is two points, and then the same for a D8, but then when you go to a D10, it's three points. Hmm. And Kilt also have put a helpful little graph or diagram? Chart. <laughs> Chart. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. But is, um, it, it is in the commentary corner. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't say anything about um, from a to go to a D ten uh, or about the three. It just says two. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, it says it costs. Okay, so from the start of the skills explanation, <laughs> you have fifteen points to buy your skills. Each die type costs one point, beginning with the initial D four. As long as the skill is equal to or less than the linked attribute, it costs two points per die type to raise a skill above the, its linked attribute. Like attributes, skills can't be raised above D12. Now, with that wording... With that wording... Um... Because it says as long as the skill is equal to or less than the linked attribute. So, for example, 
weird science is smarts. Let's go back to my smarts. My smarts is a D8. Does that mean that I have one point to spend from D4 to D6 to D8? Or a total of three... No, it would be two three points. Three points instead of yeah. five points. Oh my god, I think you just blew my mind. Because... He sounds, like he, he sounds like he's right. Just yeah. Case, everything I did was just... He got rid of is the point. Is is why I probably had points. <laughs> so to like, answer that's this... cool. If that's... If that is the way the system's supposed to be, I'm good with it. If it's not, and that's not how you want to run it, and you want to run it, 1d4 is 1 point, 1d6 is 2, 2, 2, 2, I'm fine with that. I just want to make sure that we are all on the same page. Hmm. Um, so... Uh, it does... It as, as he said, each die type costs 1 point beginning with the initial d4 as long as the skill is equal or less than the linked attribute. So if it's linked to that, like say investigation smarts and I have a d8 in smarts, it's te that would be I it costs a point, 1 point instead of 2 for each die type up to d8. And then everything beyond that would be a 2 points instead. Correct. Okay. I actually like that a lot better. And again, Jace is going to kill me for saying this, but I think we're going to go with that. That means i got to retix everything again. <laughs> we're all learning. Just, it's a learning process. I'm so sorry. I'm just, I, I we're all learning. It. It's fine. Excuse I'm me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go cry in the corner now. I'll be right uh, back. I'll get, <laughs> it for you. I'll get it from you later. Wait, aren't you already in a corner? I mean, I guess if you call this desk, I mean, it is a corner desk, so. Ah, I win. <laughs> Just, mm. With okay. that in mind, then, let's so skills. Uh, skills that's linked to a certain attribute, it only costs one point to go from, like, uh, from... Yeah, so if you were going for D4, you go to D4 to D6 with one point. And then right. D6 so you already paid, so D4 is already one point, so that's one. D4 to D6 is another one. So if you have a D8 in something, a D6 to D8 is also a one. So it's one, two, three points. Okay, so like where I got a D8 in smarts and investigating and knowledge, my guess, uh, or street smarts, knowledge and investigation, investigation. I'm guessing that would all be linked to the smarts attribute, right? It says it next to it as in the thing. So what was it? What's the one you said? Uh, where I got a D8 and smarts. Yeah. Uh, Mikey said street smarts, knowledge, and investigation. Yes, they're all smarts. So yeah, they would be all one point each for each die. Okay, so like say I wanted to go up to a D8 and investigation and street smarts. Then it's four points. Four points? Okay. Okay. I'm fixed. Alright, um... 
Yeah. Question: What is uh, what is shooting under? Would that be under uh, strength or shooting agility? is under ag agility? Oh. Yeah, agility. agility. Okay, so what? So since I got a D six and agility, what would uh, would it? Is it the same way? It starts as a D four, so you have to buy it for one point for D four. Right. And then if you want to take it to a D six, you buy another point to match your agility. But okay. once you go past your then core be five attributes. If you go past the number on your core five attributes, it then becomes two. Okay. And it costs two points per die. Okay, okay. I think I'm getting a hold of this. Same. And you said we have 15 points total yes. to distribute. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. I am slowly trying to grasp this. Firmly grasp it. Firmly grasp it. Firmly grasp it. <laughs> I'll firmly grasp you. Stop. Stop. Oh it's not a boulder. It's a rock. <laughs> a rock hard. <laughs> I remember when they first invented chocolate, and I hated it. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I have three points. I gotta figure out where I to put. Got... Survival. Uh, what is uh, what is that under? Um, Smarts. No. Yep. Smart. Woo. You know, I just might. Yeah, that's a good idea. I might throw that under there. And. Fighting is that under strength or agility? I would assume so. Agility. Fighting agility. is underneath your agility. Ooh. I'll be right back. I'm gonna grab some. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of uh, how I want to disperse these. Okay, I figured out where to put my three points. Okay, give me the rundown. <laughs> so, the three extra points that I have. Everything's staying the same from previous conversation. Uh, I'm putting one point into fighting and two points into boating because we're in Chicago and we're on the river, so I'm going to have to boat something sooner or later. What? No. <laughs> what is it's notice? Not <laughs> did you oh, ask yeah. what notices yeah what is notice is that like perception so now i want to make sure i get this wording right all right so notice so notice falls underneath your smarts notice is your general awareness and alertness Notice is used to sense sights, sounds, tastes, and smells, be able to spot clues, detect if you're about to get ambushed, spot hidden weapons on a foe, or tell if a rival is lying, frightened, or happy. So, Got yeah, it. basically, it's the equivalent of perception. <laughs> Got it. <clears throat> okay, so that's one, two, three, four, so four. How to disperse these? Eight, so many possible things here. 10, 12, 13. 
Hey Mikey, sign. What are you using to edit? Me? Yeah. So, um, because I'm doing a lot of hodgepodge stuff, there's a lot of DIY. To edit the actual audio, I am actually using a software called Descript, mm -hmm. which transcribes the audio, and it makes it easier because I can futz around with that to edit the actual audio. Then what I end up doing is once that is done, then I'm using Audacity to put in sound cues and intro and outro music. Then in order to level all that, I run it through a program called Alphonic, which puts the levels in and kind of even keels everything. Again, a lot of DIY because it's me doing it, and I have a limited skill set, so I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> we'll talk later about audio. Okay. Remind me tomorrow, because I'm too drunk to remember tonight. <laughs> I see someone's trying to race to get back to where I'm at. <laughs> oh, he right. can't hear me. Never mind. All right, Josh, how's it going? Uh, So then investigation would be like D&D &D investigation? Yeah, more or less. So, to give you a fuller description. Investigation! Where'd you go? You lied to me. <laughs> but yeah, investigation is the same thing. It's just like you're investigating, looking for clues, all that good stuff. So notice is more generalized perception and investigation is more fine-tuned. Yes. Got it. Okay. Huh. That's funny. Tanner. Hmm. Um, look at page 30 on the PDF. Scroll, scroll, scroll. It's 29 on the actual page, but it says 30 on the PDF. You'll see in blood it says detective work, and right under it says smart pets. You said page 30? Page 30. It's um, top of the page says setting rules. And then if you scroll down, it says detective work, hitting the book, leg work. That's all part of like the detective work, blood freight. Gotcha. Whatever. But it has, right after it says detective work, it says streetwise, navigation skills. Okay. Like, I typed in investigation, and, like, the whole page lit up yellow.
Alrighty. So, how is it? Go I for it, Josh. I think I have all 15 points here. Okay. So, go through the skills and then tell me their dies. Okay. Um, well, the ones that I wrote down that sound close enough for my character and the ones that I could remember. Um, uh, fighting, investigation, knowledge, shooting, street smarts, survival, and notice. Alright, so fighting, investigation, what else? There you was knowledge. Uh -huh. Knowledge. It's okay. Uh, shooting. Shooting. Street smarts. Street smarts. Survival and notice. Survival and notice. Alright, so... Have you figured out the assigned dies for said things? Alright, and you said, uh, like, going from uh, D4 to uh, D6 would be two points, right? You gotta purchase the D4 and then go up to the, the next die? So, as we kind of establish, it's only gonna be two points if the skill that you are buying surpasses to its linked ability so for example let because you picked fighting fighting is sorry fighting is associated to your agility so currently your agility attribute is at a d6 mm -hmm. so to get it from zero to a d4 is one to get it from a d4 to a d6 is also one so you only need to spend two points to get it there if okay, you want to raise it up, yeah. If you want to raise it above a D six to a D eight, then you have to, points. you would have to pay two points because now you're going past your uh, attribute for said skill. Okay, then in that case, I think I've done this right. All right, so hit me. So in that case, it would be a D six on fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, D6, uh, D8, and Investigation. Mm-hmm. Uh, also a D8 and Knowledge. Mm-hmm. A D6 in Shooting. Mm-hmm. D6 in Street Smarts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would just be a D4 in Survival. Mm-hmm. And then another D6 and notice. Okay. So I did that right? Let me see. It seems like... Yeah. It seems like you did it right. I can go back and fix it later. But on paper, it does sound right. Okay, because like I said, the, the way we were talking about how the, this point method is going to work, that would equal up to a total of 15 points. Okay. I believe you. Alright, so that takes care of that one. Kilt, you have yours. Good to go. So, Tanner and JC, what have you guys come up with? JC, would you like to go first? I'm ready if you're not. I'm good, but go ahead. Okay. Uh, 
Okay, so the skills I've selected are shooting, driving, intimidation, persuasion, investigation, notice, and street smarts. Okay. And the corresponding dice with those are as follows. I have a D8 in shooting, a D6 in driving, intimidation, persuasion, investigation, and notice, and I have a D4 in street smarts. Okay. Cool. And then finally, JC, what you got, my mans? Gambling. Investigation. Knowledge. Notice. Perform. Persuasion. Spellcasting. Streetwise. Throwing. Survival. Alright. And then... What are the dice associated to each skill? In that order, it is D8, mm -hmm. D4, D4, D6, D6, D4, D6, D4, D4, D4. Alrighty. Cool. Alrighty, so with all that... All the skills and attributes are taken care of, so now we can move on to the next couple of steps. So this is more of the cosmetic thing. There are languages, but given because of the fact that we're set in Chicago, English is the main language that is being used, so everyone knows English, and you don't need... <laughs> we'll I get into... Yeah. I speak third best Italian. <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> Put that out there now. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. He's a little... He's a, he's a real okay, Italian arenas. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's as Italian as Olive Garden is Italian food. Ah! <laughs> I wasn't going there, but okay. <laughs> For the record, if we're even mentioning any... Well, actually, no, because I'm already going to do the goblin access, so never mind. Never mind. Ignore me. No, you cannot bring the Cajun and the goblin. You can only pick one. I was going to do Irish. I mean, that can work, too, but you got to stick to it. But if you want to be Irish, go for it. No, no, the goblin's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> you are a literal troll. <laughs> no, the goblin. That... He's I a gobble gobble. Oh, the gobbledygook? The gobbledygook. <laughs> oh, gosh. Alrighty. So, everyone knows English, so that's easy enough. Alright. So, this is going to be easy. There are some secondary stats that are uh, involved. So, going through this carefully. All your guys' is charisma. The charisma is a measure of your likability. And you can use it to add to your persuasion and streetwise rolls. Your charisma modifier for everyone is plus zero unless it is changed by an edge or hindrance, which we'll get into next. So keep that in mind. 
in Deadlands Noir, just like how D&D uses the feet system in terms of measuring out how much your step costs in feet. So like every square on the grid is five. In Deadlands, we use the inches. So basically, all of you guys have a pace of six, which means that should you ever get into combat, you are allowed to move six spaces in any direction unless you get stuff that enhance it. So it's really, really simplistic. Which means you can only move six inches. Feet. Six inches on the grid, yeah. If yeah, wait, oh, sure, huh? you, yeah. D- don't worry about it. Okay, parry. So parry is a way to defend yourself when you are being attacked. So your parry score is equal to two plus half of your fighting die. If you didn't take the fighting skill, then it is just two. <laughs> so what's what's all this junk in? Okay, I, I've scrolled down to police detective on page 132 on on the page. It says 132 on on the PDF. It says it's 133, but it actually gives me the like the list of stuff. Plus, I'm guessing what would be the recommended build. Yes, that would be correct. Okay, so when it says like parry five, toughness five, and pace six, charisma zero, stuff like that, that's all like plugged in from the recommended build. Yeah, so that's recommended. Got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, um... Can you repeat that about the... the... the parry, Mikey? Yeah, sure. So, as I mentioned, parry is your character's ability to be able to kind of deflect or kind of to be able to take a hit and defend themselves. All so right. your parry your parry score is equal to two plus half of your fighting die. If you didn't take the fighting skill, then it's just two. But because you Particularly. Oh, wait, we'll wait. <laughs> oh, no, never mind. I haven't it's... left yet. What do you need me? So, finally, after parry is toughness. Toughness is equal to two plus half of your vigor die. So, in this case, Josh, since you are D4 for vigor, you have a total toughness of four. That don't sound very tough. <laughs> when, we get, when we get into combat, I'll let you know how that works because it's a little different and it actually makes it a little harder for me to hit you, but it also works in opposite too. It's going to be hard for you guys to hit what I got planned. Oh, and real quick, if you don't mind, Mikey, can you repeat that about the charisma? What, how... Uh, you said we're automatically set at charisma of zero? 
plus zero. So the way that charisma works is the charisma is just a bonus when you make streetwise and persuasion rolls. So everyone's charisma modifier is a plus zero unless you, it, that is changed by picking up an edge or a hindrance, which we will get into in a little bit. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then how do we calculate toughness again? Toughness is equal to two plus half of your vigor die. D6, so three. So three plus two, so that gives you a toughness of five. Five. Okay. I'm all set. I'm good. Cool. And then, Josh, you're all set. And then, JC, are you, I'm sure you're all almost there. All right. No, I'm confused again. Okay. What, so where can I help? Um, I remember, I remember we're doing, do us doing the hindrances, but I don't remember what the hindrances gain points. Okay, so we'll get into that in a little bit. So that's going to be the next thing we talk about, uh, okay. but I want to make sure, so, but as far as charisma, pace, parry, and toughness, you're good on all, all four of those fronts. Zero, six, two, four. All right. And then we'll wait for Kilt to come back and then we'll jump into hindrances. As we take this break, guys, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. (laughs) Is it really, though? No. (laughs) Is it really, though? No. It's like, bro, I'm not. I mean, like, I don't got the numbers and followers. Like, no companies will haven't reached out to me yet. (laughs) Someone please sponsor us. I forgot I sent you that tank top. <laughs> this a this, lot of things. This is literally the first thing I grabbed in the closet. I was like, ah, oh, shit, this is a tank top. Well, I'm too this podcast is brought to you by a tall glass of wine. <laughs> Just this one tall pod- glass of wine? I've had almost four of these. Four of these. And it's made with Everclear. Jesus Christ, bro. Hey, you know what is one benefit right now about drinking? What? I'll have to deal with you after we're done. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, I don't like it. Two benefits. Oh jeez. You don't have to deal with me after we're done. Three benefits. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it when daddy up. and daddy fight. <laughs> um oh, boy. I, I can drink a lot right now and not get the back kick of taste because I can't taste or smell anything right now. No, it's not the vid. We've been tested. <laughs> I didn't say anything. It's I'm just one of those weird occurrences, right, bro? Well, um, com- we're sick. The common. We're all sick. sick. It's the common of your cold. your shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, yes, absolutely. But um, um, we've got a common cold, so we lost our taste and smell because we're all clogged up. Alrighty. So, Kilty Boy, are you good on the front of Charisma, Pace, Parry, and Toughness? Currently, my Charisma is zero. Pace is six. Parry is two plus my Fighting. My Fighting is a D4, so that's a four altogether. Mm -hmm. And my Toughness is two plus half my Vigor. My Vigor is a D8, so that's two plus four. That is a six. Wait a minute. Damn. (laughs) 
We'd love to see it. <laughs> yeah, All righty. I, I did this before I got up and walked away. Okay, just wanted to make sure. I'm actually really cold. These things... Okay, can I give a shout-out to whomever you get your shirts from? <laughs> like, holy crap. Little, I've worn the, the hoodie like three or four times, and it is flawless. I worn this is the first time I've worn this one. It's a little itchy at the back, but also half the reason is because of the fucking cord I have. Um, but it's nice. It's a very nice, comfy, comfy thing. For those who are listening, D and D Vibe Tribe has their own merch. Currently, I am wearing Roll with Pride. Well, since you brought it up, yes. D&D Vibe Tribe does have its merch going on, and the cool thing is is that if you go out and buy said merch from the Roll with Pride collection, it has all the different... It has D20s with all the different gender identity, identities and sexual orientations, including those of who are allies to said community. And when you buy a t-shirt, part of that profit gets donated to a charity organization known as Rainbow Railroad, which its mission is to help members of the LGBTQT plus community uh, move out of countries and areas around the world that are not so friendly to that group of people and help them relocate to safe havens or countries and cities that are more friendly. <laughs> but yes, I've back noticed, to this. Letters just keep growing on that list. <laughs> it is astonishing. We I'm not saying talk there's off. a derogatory yeah. thing. I'm, I'm just like, I'm just thinking. It's like, didn't it just start out just like a couple letters on that list, and now, like, way out yes. here? Wow. Because, because like all things, gender identity and sexual orientation is on a spectrum, and it is ever growing and ever changing. <laughs> It is fluid. It's just the the small things that I just somewhat noticed that just leave me like... Okay. Wait a minute. (laughs) It is all inspiring and amazing. And that tag was really annoying, I just realized. Cool. Alright, so let's get back on track. Thank you for the ad break. Sorry for the ad break. Continue, please. Okay. (laughs) Now that we've taken care of the stats, now we move into the hindrances and the edges so part of the mechanics of deadlands noir is is that we all have you guys have the skills and you guys have these attributes but like real life everyone has strengths and weaknesses so these hindrances and these edges are going to be your guys's characters strength and weaknesses so due to the era in which this game takes place in all characters have to take one mandatory hindrance and you guys all start with the poverty hindrance because this is 1935 because this is 1935 off the heels of the great depression and remember the dollar value is not great so everyone must take the poverty hindrance and so that's what you start with automatically okay uh uh, stupid moment here spell poverty for me please P-O-V-E-R-T-Y. Thank you. you Would you like to military phonetic? I can do that. Focus. (laughs) Fox, Oscar, Charlie, Unicorn, Sierra. Everyone has the poverty. 
Okay, so now that we've taken care of that, so now comes the decision. Now, you as an individual and as a player must decide if you are going to take any additional hindrances. If so, you may use points gained from them to purchase any of the following benefits below. So, for example, a major hindrance is worth two points and any minor hindrances are worth one point. You don't have to, but if you do take a hindrance for your character, it allows you to... How do I explain this? If you choose to take a hindrance, you get a benefit from said hindrance, even if there's a negative effect, is the best way to describe it. <laughs> it's like a monkey's paw kind of thing. You get one bad, one good. Yep. Ah. Let's see. Where is hindrances in the book? Page 8 of the book, page 9 of the PDF. Got it. Yeah, have them. Well, we were at the 30-minute mark. Also, there's also more in Savage World. There's more hindrances that they don't state all of them in this book. <laughs> in, in the deadline. Yep, I was about to bring that up. Thank you, Jason. So if you want to go look at more hindrances to have different, like, like big mouth or bad luck and stuff like that that you don't see there... That's on page 24 of the Savage PDF. <laughs> okay, I, I already forgot. What page did you say they were on? Page... Mm. Page nine, page PDF nine of Deadlands and PDF twenty four of Savage. I just, I just, I just learned something. I thought you were just showing us your O face. Ah, <laughs> uh, duh. There's gonna be so much editing. Gosh <laughs> dang it, you guys! <laughs> For the record, it is 10 p.m. Eastern. I, I mean, Tanner did announce that literally. Yeah, one we got 30 ago. minutes left till the two-hour mark. Literally. Um. So, I just found out something, and I'm going to see if I can use it to raise a die. Go for it. Okay. So, just to give a little more specific to it. So, when you take major and minor hindrances, you may take up to one major hindrance and up to two minor ones. So, if you don't have to take a major or minor hindrance, but if you do... Depending if it's major or minor, it'll either give you two or one point. And then you can use said hindrance points as an edit benefit, kind of like what Tanner said as the monkey's paw thing. 
So, for example, if you don't take any hindrances, that's totally fine that you can do that, but you don't get to use the benefits of d- do taking said hindrances. Move your feet. Emerson, move If I might, stick. You gave us the hindrance of poverty, so that gives us one hindrance. Right, but every, also in the book, everyone, if you're in the Great, Depe- De- uh, Great Depression era, you automatically start with the hindrance. Uh, and you don't get any hindrance points from it. Yep. Boo! No, it makes me more interesting. Okay, no, well I then... do not disagree on that factoid. I just want to say boo. Okay, so Mike, I have some changes to my character because of Windy the hindrance Tessa voices. Boo, boo, you whore. <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Mean Girls lately. <laughs> Michael. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. <laughs> Michael. You know what I mean. You go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> Michael. Michael. Yes. I have changes to my character due to my hindrances. Yes, Kilt. You said my name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> Sorry, that, that, uh, it's Jace that wants your attention. Are you ignoring me? Uh, yes, I am ignoring you, Jace. Anyway, um, it's Jace's <laughs> turn to talk, not mine. I'll talk later. Jace, you had a question? I I was been calling your name. Oh, sorry. I had you muted. I, <laughs> fucking ass. Listen, I love you, but I am trying to make editing better for me later. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, question. I love you. What's up? Um, so... Not question. I have changes to my character due to the hindrances that were given uh, that I'm allowed to use and what it says in the book. Okay. So under my skill tree, where you have typed down out my skills, uh huh. My spellcasting goes from a D6 to a D10. Okay. Just letting you know. But aren't you supposed to be shit at spellcasting? Um, not according to the hindrances that he has and the edges. So I'm supposed to be shit at like street magician stuff, not spellcasting. To the lame no. person that is me. Whatever. Um. So I'm also ready to list off my hindrances. Okay. If you got it all together, then go for it. Oh, yeah, I'm done. Loyal, impulsive, greedy, overconfident, and then obviously popular. Okay. Cool. (laughs) Are we just doing hindrances now, or are we doing both hindrances and edges right now? Right now we're just doing hindrances. Yeah. Okay, okay, so what, you said two points for the minor hindrances, and we don't. Uh, what's the, what's the benefit of doing minor hindrances? No, so you get two points if you pick up one, a major hindrance, and then you get one point if you pick up a minor one. So if you take a, these hindrances, they gain you these hindrance points, and you can use those points. For example, it says on page nine in the Deadlands book, if you using two hindrance points, you can raise an attribute one die type or you can choose an edge and then for one hindrance point you can gain another skill point or you can gain additional money equal to your adjusted starting funds which we'll get to later but but the problem is we are all destitute 
No. Des uh No, destitute is a minor hindrance that you can take additionally yeah. into poverty. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I was just like, you're not destitute, you're poor, but you're not destitute. I mean, I'm everybody, like everybody in this world right now at this time period has the hindrance of poverty, no matter if they're an NPC, a player character, whatnot. For the most part, yeah. For, for the most I part. I mean, I thought you were going over like, right now Some because I could say that's. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, for an example. Uh, now, like, some of these people that we may encounter later on may have the comfortable uh, edge where they don't have to deal with the money issues as bad, but it's still the Great Depression. And then destitute would be even worse off than in the poverty sense. That is correct. Audience, you can't. This is bad podcasting, but I am smiling right now. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot, Tanner. You're a thinky character, so I need to uh, counteract that somehow. <laughs> I'm glad my character is, because I'm not. <laughs> oh, buddy! <laughs> I know what I gotta do, healing the world through comedy. Alright, so that covers JC's. So has anyone else figured out what they're gonna do? <laughs> I think I've I think I've got it down to one of two. No, I was you tell. to have a yeah, decent amount of points to do some decent things. Yeah. Remember, refer back to your, you know, your little done. cheat code thing you found. Is it like a suggested character or what? It, looks like? it doesn't have suggested hindrances on uh, police detective. It doesn't. We are not nope. Mine, mine had suggested hindrances for Grifter. I know, but it's like because I, I scrolled up and down to see if that was the same for all of them, but no, like specifically police detective. It just has like a little dash. That's it. I mean, you could kind of go off the police officer. That's probably why it had a dash, because, you know, it's public. And again, those are recommendations, but you can make your character however you like. I mean, technically, what is it? One, two, three points for the edges for the police detective, because you need to have comfortable conditions and technically. You don't have to. No, but I'm saying, like, you'd have to have three points to get those edges in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you'd want to at least have some nice ones, because I think I, I have two, I think. Okay. I've got one minor that I think I want. Ooh, tell me. Uh... So my minor hindrance is gonna be the lech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which one was that again? Which one? Was that? 
Okay, so yeah. your your Seamus has a hard time of keeping his gun in his holster if you know if you catch my drifts. But like the book's words, not mine. Um, he tends to pay an unhealthy amount of attention to whoever attracts him and has a hard time turning down requests for help if he thinks it might result in an encounter. Quote unquote. Uh. -huh. uh uh, he's more than a little sucker for a spectacular pair of. I'm not going to say Sure, we'll go with that. Uh, and as a result, he suffers minus two to resist persuasion in tests of will or social conflicts with those he's attracted to. <laughs> okay, but I'll say it. Uh, pair of gams or big blue ones. I just felt silly saying that. It's not that it was bad. I just felt silly saying it that way. We're playing. We're playing a tabletop RPG game, and you have an issue with being silly. I mean, it's it. It's the jargon of the time. It's the jargon of the time, and it's like and true outlandish, outlandish. I should say jargon. Gams. Who calls boobles gams? We've called them bobos, we've called them titties, boobs. I will only to refer to them as booba. Booba. From like, booba. From like booba. five months ago, like me and my buddy Chris started calling them booba once we saw that one video, and we we're like, we're that's all we call them now. Mommy milkers. Anyway, oh boy. On. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. I'm just going to take that as a minor hindrance now. <laughs> I Jesus didn't Christ. See that while I was going through them. Sweet Dragoon on a Cracker. <laughs> well, okay. So, you... Hang on. Preacher. Oh. So, with you, uh, being... Your character being former military, I could definitely see you have the minor hindrance of impulsive. Wait. either impulsive because you never say what kind of military career you had like he was a marine no 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 I know, no no i know that but he, he never said if it was good or bad he never he never said like was he like the most upstanding soldier like always up to like ar670 dash whatever okay come on you said was AR, not a blue not and i can tell you that well that's army regulation right uh so marine corps <laughs> would be Something completely different that neither Something of us remember. That's true. Right. Actually, the funny part is that this time the Air Force was not a thing. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> huh. I could also, but I could also very well see short temper. Short temper, definitely, I would go with. Lech does make sense if you want to go with a modern-day version of a Marine who always dates strippers, same with the Army. But yeah. I, <laughs> I definitely would say either a schmuck or... I don't know why, but strip clubs are like the kryptonite of brand-new soldiers, and I... It's... I never understood it myself. Yeah. I've been to one strip club got kilt checked and really have never gone back because there was no reason for me to 
Yeah, that's fair. But I could definitely, I could definitely see short temper. <laughs> if that you actually, to okay, it. yeah, I'm gonna go with short temper too. Yeah. Cool. So now, let's just, just so you know, I'll, I'll read it off to you what it does. Uh, your character is more than a little touchy. He might not necessarily hold a grudge for long, but he's got a short fuse and is likely to lose his composure at the slightest provocation. How he lashes out is up to you. But he's not one to suffer in silence. He's also a sucker for any barbs thrown his way and subtracts two from all attempts to resist, taunt in a test of wills or social conflict. Oh, jeez. Okay. So if someone's if someone using their I would guess um, not so much intimidation it would be persuasion I guess I guess it would be taunt or as it says right there uh, so if someone's like rolling to against you to taunt you uh, if you're rolling to resist it you take two away from whatever you rolled and whatever pluses you got if any. Yeah, sure, why not? Short-tempered. I mean, it sounds like most Marines. Listen, as a kid who is a child to one, you're not far off base. But thankfully, it's not as bad as some cases can get. As some cases so, can get. Right. So you would you would only suffer a, a minus two to taunts. I would only uh, suffer a minus two to persuasion. Uh, if I thought, you know, hey, looking pretty good over there. Hey, <laughs> be like, hey, good looking. What's cooking? <laughs> so, how you doing? How you doing? Oh, I'm just I just have the tiny Tina audio in my head. What's up, shouty? What's up, shouty? <laughs> Yeah, you're like, pow, you're going to be piddly pow. Anyway, so is it my turn? <laughs> yes, yes, go for it. Okay. I, while we're discussing this, had the idea of, because originally I was just going to do loyal, because as a bootlegger and as a tender of beverages, I'm typically going to be loyal to my regulars because I like to see them come back and give me money. So loyal, but also you like the mud. Wait, sorry. Loyal was in the Savage Worlds. Um, I think. Yes, um, loyal. The Star Wars defends uh, defender risks her life or his life. For friends without hesitation, some loyal heroes may not act that way, but uh, are the first to come to their friend's rescue when they are threatened. That's within the Sav uh, Savage Worlds, uh, page 25 of the PDF. Uh, no, P page 25 of the book, but page 27 of the PDF. Now, yeah, in Deadlands War, skipping back to that... I was going to take the rebellious um, minor um, hindrance. Hindrance, thank you. 
It says you've got a problem with authority figures, cops, mob bosses, bouncers, you name it. Whether your mouth off, whether you mouth off, actively disobey instructions, or just sit quietly and fume, your disrespect is blatantly obvious and has the effect of getting you in hot water with the wrong people. Not surprisingly, this does do a lot to make you popular around the precinct, house, or courtroom. In addition to the obvious drawbacks, you. Your hero has a minus two charisma with respect to any person in a position of authority. Which oh, sense <laughs> as a bootlegger because it, even though this is kind of post-depression, um, kind of around the same time of post, uh, post-prohibition. Uh, thank you. Um, it it makes a little sense. I'm trying to make some money. You guys are trying to take my money from you, trying to, you know, make it so I don't get paid. So I'm a little pissed off. And that, whenever we get into edges, I will tell you what my edges. Well, since we're already on there, because pretty much everyone has taken their hindrances, so if you are well, having I'm, edge I picked out, gone through all my hindrances. I was just. Ah. I, I just gotcha. got distracted by what Tanner was saying. Well, okay, so you have two minor hindrances, so you're good on that. So you can keep those two. You can also, but if you're gonna add one more, it's gotta be one major hindrance. But you don't have to. Oh, I was gonna go with a major hindrance. Okay, what did you have in mind? Night terrors. Alright, to read this out loud, this gumshoe doesn't sleep well. In fact, the land of Nod is a constant nightmare for him. He tosses and turns like a demon doing the jitterbug and likely keeps everyone within a dozen yards of him awake with his nightly torment. When your hero sleeps for the night, or whenever, but no more than once a day, he must make a spirit roll or suffer a level of fatigue. Luckily for him, he recovers that fatigue the next time he beds down. Unluckily for him, he has to battle his nightmares all over again. If the marshal skips over long periods of time, such as during a trip, roll once instead of for each night, that would have passed. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so let me put that down. I'm gonna be night. a big boy and take a major hindrance. Okay. So now, so you've taken two minors and one major, so you are good with that, and plus everyone has the poverty one. So now here comes the fun part, Josh. Because you've taken two minor hindrances and one major, now you have a total of four hindrance points. So let me remind you what you can do with said hindrance points. So you can spend two hindrance points to do the following. You can raise an attribute by one die type, or you can choose an edge. So you can do one of those two things, and that costs two hindrance points. For one hindrance point, you can get another skill point, or you can gain additional money equal to your adjusted starting funds. And then obviously destitute characters may not use this option. So you have a total of four points, so you can mix and match however you want. Okay, I, I was trying to do something, so I, I I was able to catch up to where 
you mentioned something about edges and <sighs> okay you I, I hate the way my brain and my ears are wired if I notice one thing my hearing just shuts off Oh, it aggravates me so much. So, you might have to repeat that again, Mikey. I'm sorry. It's okay. So, you said you were looking into an edge, so you can pick an edge, but if you do so, it's going to cost you two of those four hindrance points that you have. So, no. for your edges, there are a few in the Deadlands book, but there's also a lot in terms of... in the actual Savage Worlds, but... If I may. So, definitely one of these edges that. I, and now this is just me. But, one edge that I would definitely take would be the comfortable edge, which means that your character is a hardworking Joe who watches his wallet. He begins with the normal starting money funds of $150 and doesn't have to have his total funds by each game week. Things are rough enough in the Big Easy that just having a steady income is an edge. <laughs> so instead of the starting with $75 like everyone else, you ha start with $150. I and do in like addition, And in addition to that, you don't have to have your money at the end of every in-game week. <laughs> and that goes towards rent, car payments, bills, whatever the likes you have. What was that? The uh, in -game, uh, end of in-game week, you said, Mikey? So to kind of... So basically, this ed, if you take a couple feet, at the end of each week, whatever... They have to have that by end of an in game week. And that goes towards their rent and bills, the car, things like that. If you pick the comfortable edge, you don't have to do that. So, if everybody starts off with $75, that means I don't have to have $75 in order to get that. No, uh, if you pick comfortable instead of seventy-five, you start with one hundred and fifty. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like if uh, I'm, I'm just trying to think of a way to memorize the whole. If everyone starts with seventy-five dollars, you get double. Okay. And at the end of each week, you don't have to half your your total. Because you are living comfortably. Everyone else does because they have to pay rent and all that jazz. Mm. How many points did you say it was to bump up uh, an attribute by a, a die type? Two. It depends. <laughs> it does depend. Oh, wait. So for Attribute two hindrance points, skill. Yeah, so attribute is two points, but if you want to bump up one of your skills, that costs you one point. Well, also yeah. it depends on the skills attribute point. 
Now, according to the um, the book, if you take two hindrance, uh, two minor hindrance, well, for two hindrance points, um, you can raise an attribute by one die type, or choose an edge. One or the other. Oh, so you can't. It's not both. Ah, okay. Okay. So. So, for example, I'll Since... give you an example. Okay. I have um, the loyal uh, minor hindrance and the um, rebellious minor hindrance. Now, because that's two my uh, two hindrance points to all together. I'm taking the edge of Liquid Courage. Makes sense. Okay, so since I only did one hindrance, so that's one hindrance point. And based um, on the rules, you can only get another skill point or gain additional money equal to your adjusted starting funds. Now, the only caveat to that is destitute characters may not use this option. Now we're all poverty, we're not destitute. Correct. Okay, so I can only I can only get one additional skill point or skill point to spend since I only did the one okay. Yes. Hmm. Now that's So basic. instead of the fifteen skill points you got when you did your skills, you now you got sixteen. Yes, and that's, that's why that's why my spell casting went up from a D six to a D ten. I add two. From skills already listed, or do I get to throw a you can, D4? You can, you can it does buy just, another skill if you want. It, yeah, it's it doesn't one matter. point of skill. Mm-hmm. If you really wanted to, you could throw it into who knows what, like boating or... I'm going to throw it into fight so my parry goes up. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder why. <laughs> Who smashy, wants to smash I don't want to get hit. <laughs> I don't want to get hit. I, I don't think that's going to change anything. It might. Not by much, but it, it might. <laughs> Every little point counts. So yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and take the, the contribution. Harry is two plus half okay. plus half of whatever your die is for that for the fight skill, which would bring my parry of two up to a four. Four? Didn't that correct, Mikey? If your fight is a D4, mm -hmm. then yes. Mm -hmm. If your fight's a D6, it'll be five. If it's a five. D8, it'll be a D6. It'll be six. And now I have the hiccups. Nice. Alright, so Josh, you are taking the comfortable edge, so that is 200 points. So, you technically still have two. Uh, there any, uh, what other edges are there, by the way? Okay. I know you said there's a lot, didn't you? So, let me start with the edges in the actual Deadlands uh, book. So, ba -ba -da -da. Ba -ba -da -da. 
Okay, let's see. Okay, so you already took the, uh... Let's see, you already took the Comfortable Edge. Mm -hmm. There's also the Liquid Courage, but that requires you to have a Vigor of a D8 or higher. Which, uh, unfortunately, not. you do not. But there is one that you can take, which is Veteran of the Concrete Jungle Edge. So that is requiring you to... I mean, everyone's a wild card, but still. You also, your knowledge is D6, so you're good. So a veteran of the concrete jungle has been walking the mean uh, streets for a Yeah, so here's what it is. A veteran D6. of the concrete jungle has been walking the mean streets for a while now. They've done a lot and seen more. They start as seasoned ranked, which means they have four advances to spend immediately after character creation. Such experience comes with a price, though. If you decide to take this edge for your character... Oh, so I get to use my deck, and <laughs> what I, I'll compare it to the table on page 50 to see what your character has faced with in the past. Be warned, the results can be extreme, ranging from serious maiming to insanity. Again, the monkey's paw. You get four advances to spend immediately. For... So you don't have to. You get four advances, but it comes with a price, which means something from your past is going to screw you over, maybe. Oh. Now that's just from the book for the Deadlands one. All this power. Sorry. <laughs> Can't help it. I like Star Wars. <laughs> so that's one possibility, or we can go over some of the other ones too. Uh, can we go over some of the other ones? Yeah, no problem. I, I thought you was going to start reading them off, so that's why I'm just sitting here. I'm, I'm sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. You're fine. <laughs> don't mean to right. be uh, slowing you guys, uh, you have the chaps up, so. Listen, Josh, you got to stop Every with that. Thing. This is a learning process for everyone. You are fine. <laughs> Grumpy kitty. Kitty. <laughs> It's because I love you that I w otherwise I wouldn't have asked you to be a part of this because I know that you are game for this. So this is that's the important bit. But all right, going to edges. So there are a bunch of edges that are uh, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so let me go through. So these edges kind of fall under different categories. But, uh, mm. but there is a lot that you can go with. So here we go. So these edges, they are, their categories are background, combat edges, 
leadership, power, professional edges, social, weird, all that good stuff. So let's just start with the basics. Is that okay? <laughs> I like basics. Okay, so here are some of the basic edges that you can pick. So you can pick from one of the following. So there is alertness, ambidextrous. Uh, you can, let's see, alertness, ambidextrous. An aristocrat probably wouldn't work, but there's that. Attractive. <laughs> Very attractive. Berserk. Brave, brawny, brute, charismatic, fame, fast healer, fleet-footed, linguist, luck, quick. I probably missed about four or five of those. <laughs> you, you weren't robotic on my end. We love it when that happens. All right, once again, alertless, ambidextrous, aristocrat, attractive, berserk, brave, Brawny, brute, charismatic, fame, fast healer, fleet-footed, linguist, l luck, and quick. Huh. I've got an idea on one. Technically, you can only take one. Because you have two hindrance points left, and getting another edge costs you those last two points you have. Uh, um, does it tell you what, how, what it is for ambidextrous? So ambidextrous, so there are some requirements for some of these. Uh, okay. For ambidextrous, your agility needs to be a D8 or higher, which unfortunately it is not. So that one's out the window. Okay, so what's the requirements for uh, charismatic? Your spirit needs to be a D8. And it is not. <laughs> nope. Is there anything I can take? <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, let me see. Um, no. Let's see, you can take alertness. You can... Actually, alertness, and you can take aristocrat. You can take berserk. You can take... Fame. <laughs> uh, you can also pick luck. So those are the four you got. Alertness, Aristocrat, Berserk, and Luck. Um, is there anything I can do uh, besides the edges? Like anything with the uh, either the attributes or the skills? I, th I think we went over that once, but... Yeah, one you can... With those two points, you can also bump up an attribute score up, and then that would be it. Okay. Uh, 
What does uh, Vigor and Spirit do in uh, in this type of game here, Mikey? Okay. Vigor is want... your toughness. Vigor is your toughness. Spirit is more of your confidence or your... Actually, continue from there, Mikey. Uh... Okay, so Vigor goes with toughness. Okay, I got that. Yeah, so your Vigor is basically your character's resistance to disease, poison, toxins, their endurance, all that good stuff. And then your spirit is your character's self-confidence, how much of a backbone they have, and how much willpower they have. Spirit is used to resist social and supernatural attacks, as well as fear. Hmm. Think of Vigor as constitution in D&D. Okay. I have no idea what we're going to be going up against. I'm wanting to go into spirit. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. Going in blind, you just build a character that you hope survives by (laughs) putting in the appropriate skills that you think would give your character the best chance. Do you think we're going to have more social interactions than anything, or do you think we're going to have more combat-heavy stuff? The way I have it spread on my end is that he's, he's a little... He's your average Joe in most aspects. I definitely um, put a little bit more skills in shooting. But it still panned out pretty evenly across the board with all other stuff. So that he's not failing in social aspects. But if he has to fight, he's shooting to get himself out of that situation. So yeah, my shot, my oh, shots may be it. hitting. Another thing. My another... shots may be hitting, but he's probably not doing a whole bunch of damage either. Let's put let's put another thing into spirit. Why not? Cool. Alrighty, so that bumps you up from a D four to a D six. Alrighty. Now just to and make that's sure. Points, right? Yep. So now you have no points left. So you are good with all that stuff. Okay, uh, can you read over my hindrances real quick? Because I think I forgot to write one down. Okay. Aubrey, Night Terrors, Short Tempered. Was there another one? Letch. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm in the same boat with you, Tanner. Heck, yeah. Uh, you destitutes. (laughs) You degenerates. No, I'm just kidding. All right. love us. Sorry, I haven't been paying attention. I heard degenerates. You're all degenerates, but I love you all. All right, so before moving on, everyone good with their hindrances, edges, all that good stuff? Okay. So, the last thing that you guys are going to do, and we're going to do this off uh, camera is that you guys are going to figure out what gear that you guys start with. So as far as your gear goes, all of your characters start with a few personal belongings, a place to live, so the basic stuff like that, but weapons, vehicles, and other stuff like that must be purchased with your starting funds. So all of you start with $75, with the exception of Josh, since he picked the comfortable edge, you get $150. Mon- so we can do all that off screen because 
the list of stuff that you can potentially nah, buy is in, later, bro. is in there. So, in the book. But guys, we have just finished character creation. And then we actually almost pretty much stuck to the time that we wanted to. <laughs> it wasn't that far off. No. However, oh my after gosh. After all the editing is run through, we're ah, probably going to have about nice. an hour of usable audio. What are we at? Yeah, that's been pretty. No, it'll be like 20 minutes. Don't get it. <laughs> 20 minutes is horrible. <laughs> um, by the way, if you're looking for the gear, items, and firearms you can purchase, it's page 14 and I believe 16 of the PDF of Dead. Now, what if your occupation requires you to have some of those things? That is an excellent question. I'm sorry, 14 and 19. Like, police detective? I would be assigned a weapon. Yeah. Yes, so I will say that you can get it. Like, yeah. You will get you would get your issued handgun and that wouldn't come out of your funds because that would be given to you. But if you want to have a secondary firearm, that would be your personal. Right, I wouldn't have to. Yeah, I purchase that and the ammo for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, like I said, we you guys can do that off camera. <laughs> yes. Like I, like I already like like we already know I already did mine with Mikey. I have all my clothing, my special suit if I want to wear it when I'm on the street doing my performances. And then I have my gun, my switchblade, and my ammo all included in my seventy-five dollars. It's, it's <laughs> and after all of that, I have five dollars and fifty cents left. <laughs> and yes, you will be getting paid in this game—not actual monetary stuff, but your characters will. I should specify that. Oh damn! <laughs> I was about to quit my job. Oh wait, I already did that. <laughs> But to ladies and gentlemen and all non-binary friends, thank you so much for tuning in to the Red Harvest character creation. Next episode, we will get jump straight into the action as I lead this lovable goof troop into the pleasantries and the horrors of <laughs> 1935 Chicago. So from the cast and myself... All you lovely folks in internet land, remember, take care of each other, love each other, and until next time, let the good times roll. <laughs>